Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Phillies Today as we get set for the second half of the Major League Baseball season for your fighting Philadelphia Phillies. I'm excited. Basically what we're going to get into, I kind of, last time I was on here on Monday, right before uh, the All-Star break, or right as the All-Star break was uh, was happening, I gave you my kind of, you know, we recapped, obviously we recapped the, the Florida series that did end up uh, with the Phils losing two out of three to the Marlins, a good Marlins team this year. Um, also kind of mentioned like second half outlook and stuff like that. So I didn't really want to do that today. If you want more of like a second half outlook uh, and kind of an overview of how you know how I feel about the team going forward, which I'm gonna kind of get into uh, in today's episode. But if you want, if you want some of that, you can go listen to that episode that I did a couple of days ago on Monday. Uh, but for today, um, we need to get into. What I what I kind of wanted to do is, and it's a little similar to Monday, but not as similar. I want to get into what the Phillies need to do in the second half to make the playoffs. Okay, right now I believe we are. Look at the wild card standings. Obviously, we're not catching the Braves. We're we're not talking about the division because it's not happening unless the Braves have a drastic drop off. They're sixty and twenty nine. They're on track to win like one hundred and fifteen games. Like be in like the territory of the O one Mariners. We're not going to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the wild card. We are a half a game out of the wild card. San Francisco Giants sitting there in forty nine and forty one. Arizona and Miami with the top two spots. With Miami at the top spot, fifty three and thirty nine. Arizona at fifty two and thirty nine. So obviously we're going to talk about the wild card. How the Phillies are going to are going to. I think they are going to make the make the wild card. And we remember how uh, you know at the, at the break last year they're in a similar spot. But you know you make you make the run. Didn't have a great ending of the season, but it was enough to you know get past the uh, have a better record than the Brewers when they lost to the Marlins uh, and and Phillies got in and make the run to the World Series. 
I still feel like the Phils have the roster to make the World Series. And everyone wants Goldschmidt. Everyone wants, like, Cease and Stroman. And I don't think you need to make sacrifices for those players. And what I mean with sacrifices is giving up somebody like Painter, McGarry, Abel, maybe one of those guys. And definitely not Painter. Definitely not. Maybe one of those guys. But I think there's a way. I still think this. they have the roster, even right now, depending on how things go. And obviously, you can't just bet on how things go. Um, you can't just bet on Nola possibly just having a better second half. I know that. But I think there's a way for for to because I, I think the Phillies have developed their scouting department. They have have a better front office now with Dombrowski and Fold. Um, you know, obviously the Clemtac regime wasn't that great. I think there's a way for this team to make a run at the postseason, make a run at the World Series, and you know, try to be like have a consistent system where you're bringing up young guys to to you know to to fill in holes for years to come you know the Abels the McGarrys the Painters the Justin Crawfords uh, the Johan Rojas's of the world um Aiden Miller now right like I, I think I think there's a there's a path here and I would Bohm and Stott like Bohm I'm still not sure on Bohm but Stott the development is just looking uh nothing but great things but uh with with Bryson Stott but I feel like there is a path here for the Phils to make solid deadline signings and make a run at the playoffs and World Series this year without having to give up so much. Because everyone wants Goldschmidt, and I'm now I'm going I'm beating a dead horse. Everyone wants these guys. I don't think you have to. I think there's a way to, oh my God, you don't have to go all, all, all in this year without giving up these. But like, you know, and if we keep doing that, the Phillies, this Phillies franchise just continues to be stuck in that same cycle where we have like, you know, a run for five to six good, six good years and then have like five to 10 bad years. You know what I mean? So I think there's a way to do that. And I know it's hard to perfect. Like, you know, it's really only the, what, the, the, the Rays, the Dodgers. Um, definitely the Dodgers, the Guardians, uh, the Braves. Oh my gosh, the Braves are the blueprint for, for the Phillies to do. But I think they can do it. And I just don't want to sit here and have to go for Stroman too. Like I, I think that there's a way, there's a path there without having to go for these guys and still make a run at the World Series. I mean, they got to the World Series last year with a lesser roster than this year. Okay, they. They did that. So I think there's a way. They have a better roster this year. Yes, you're banking on a few things like Trey Turner's of the world, Real Muto's, Nola, Wheeler being better in the second half. I, I get it, but I think there's a way. So let's get to it. And we'll, we'll preview uh, the Padres series for this weekend, the four-game set with a weird doubleheader on, uh, what's that, Saturday? Uh, and we'll, we'll get into that briefly. But really, what I wanted this episode to be mostly about today, like 90% of it, is what do the Phillies need to do in the second half to make the playoffs? And this is just general. And if all these things go right, uh, they, they, they could have definitely have the top wild card spot, and they can win close to like 95 games. But let's just talk about, I'm going to go through rotation bullpen lineup, and maybe at the, and stuff at the deadline that they need to do for this team to make the playoffs. So let's start with the rotation. It's obvious Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, especially Nola, have been very inconsistent start the year. Nola hasn't been the worst start in the world. He's just been very, very average. Wheeler, a tiny, tiny bit better than average, but still inconsistent, okay? the um, So, number one, you need Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. They don't have to be the most elite starters in the world in the second half. We just need them to be at the minimum, good. 
A minimum good, consistently good pitchers. Okay? Because you cannot rely on the Taiwan Walkers and Ranger Suarez to suddenly be your aces. Because they've they I mean they really have been. They've been they've been your I know Walker had a bad couple of couple of months to start, but the last couple of months he's been good. Okay? But you cannot rely on Taiwan Walker and Ranger Suarez going forward, okay? You need some consistency. Uh, from Wheeler and Nola, and you need some consistency from Walker and Ranger because those four are going to be – that's going to be a rotation in the playoffs. Again, I believe this team's going to make the playoffs. Those, that, that, those four, and I like that four. If you're a Phillies fan, you got to like those four. You have to like Wheeler and Nola and, and Taiwan Walker and Ranger Suarez. Like you have, to, you have to really like that four. And Ranger has pr- proven to be consistent the last couple of years and uh, you know, especially kind of – filling the slot of being a a normal starter now. So, again, Wheeler, Nola, Walker, Ranger, I like the rotation. I just need to see really from all of them. You know, R- Ranger has been more consistent probably out of the four because, like, Taiwan had the, you know, the first bad month and a half, two months, and Ranger had a couple of bad starts, you know, coming out of the injury. But since then, he's been consistent. Wheeler and Nola, enough said already. They, they, need to be, they need to be a lot better than they have been. Okay, I would love for them to be both elite. Uh, please be elite. I would love that. But at the least, just be consistent and be good pitchers. Um, so those four. And then at the deadline, and, and I'm kind of just going to mix in. I know I have the deadline kind of as my last bullet point here, but I kind of just going to kind of mix it in uh, as we go here with the rotation. I think the way I've been kind of going back and forth, and you know, I'm thinking of like, oh well, Nola and Wheeler. You don't want to rely on them so much going forward uh, or, or, or you, you can't rel- uh, the way the season's gone you don't want to look and just say oh let's just hope that Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola automatically be, uh, are, are great in the second half so I was thinking of somebody that maybe is solid at the very least and has a high ceiling Look, somebody like Lance Lynn has just not been good the last couple of years. He was average last year coming off uh, his injury, and this year he's been horrible. I don't want to touch Lance Lynn. I mean, I guess high ceiling. Look what he did a couple of years ago with the White Sox. He was incredible. Uh, But since then, uh, has not been good. I don't want to touch Lance Lynn. Somebody from Boston, James Paxton, who has been really good this year. I don't know. There's something about James Paxton that I just don't trust. And yeah, I know it. It comes down to as simple as that. And like his his good years were like what three, four years ago. I know he's been good this year, coming off Tommy John, but I don't know about James Paxton. Someone that I'm looking at, and yes, he's just coming off an injury. I get it, but like the Paxton one was like what a year plus. Eduardo Rodriguez from Detroit, because look, the Red Sox are still half game out of the wild card. Maybe they're going to try. Right, half game. That's no, the Yankees are game back. Red Sox are a couple of games out. Who knows? Maybe they they feel like they want to try to make a run. Eduardo Rodriguez from the Detroit Tigers is just coming off an injury. He's been good this year before the injury. He's someone that I look at in the last like you know four to five years for the most part, that's been solid, but he's also had really good years where he finished sixth in Cy Young voting uh, just a couple of years ago, and he's had good years, like very good years uh, for like for Boston. Uh, so I look at that as somebody like, hopefully you won't have to give up a whole lot. Maybe it's like, maybe you'll have to give up a McGarry or a Abel, 
And I know Abel looked really good in that Futures game, but maybe you look give up one of those guys and somebody else, uh, you know, from the farm. And, you know, that's that's a guy where it's like, okay, at the le- very least, hopefully he's solid and could possibly have a high ceiling. So, and that could, you know, hopefully, or not hopefully, but could possibly, you know, give you some some good outings no matter what, but especially if Nolan Wheeler aren't your, aren't, like great in the second half or inconsistent in the second half like they were in the first half but hope hopefully they won't be because that's a big x factor obviously Nolan Wheeler being good in the second half are big x factors but Eduardo uh being good or Eduardo you know possibly if you get Eduardo Rodriguez I think uh that that could be a possibility um then looking at the bullpen so that's a rotation so the bullpen the bullpen's been good I mean you can't Ask for much more, especially because they've had you know injuries with Alvarado. Alvarado's on the IL again, uh, but they're ninth in ERA in the first half of the season. You, there's not much more you can ask for. Again, the last you know there was that stretch for where they were the worst bullpen in baseball almost, or not just bottom three for a couple of years. They were really bad, especially that 2020 season. Remember how like record-settingly they were bad. So, I mean, they've been good this year. I think they have depth there. You just call Bilotti back up because of the injury to Alvarado. But see, I just think that shows how much depth they do have in the bullpen and why I don't think you need to get somebody at the trade deadline. I don't I don't think you, you have to do that. So I think like there's depth there. Sir Anthony's still in the IL. Hopefully he can come back and be the Sir Anthony even of last year, but just I, I just think in general you have depth in the bullpen. So I, I like where the bullpen's at. I, I do. I really do. You know, you got Matt Strom, who's been solid this year, especially when he's had to go uh, into the rotation. Craig Kimbrell makes the all-star team. He's your closer right now. Um, the only thing I'm a little worried about is that Craig Kimbrell has, and I've mentioned this many times, is Craig Kimbrell has been inconsistent uh, the last couple of years. So that is a concern of mine, but at the same time, he's been good. He's been really good. So, I mean, he has been up and down this year, too, which is kind of like Tywin Walker. You know, bad first uh, couple of months, but a really good last couple of months. So that is a little bit of a concern, but I like where the bullpen's at right now. And if Kimbrell can be good the rest of the year, and, you know, you can just get solid overall performances. I mean, Andrew Vasquez has been great. Strom, again. Uh, Jeff Hoffman, when he's needed to, when he's come up from, from Lehigh Valley. Uh, Soto has been okay. Hopefully he can be better uh, in the second half. So, you know, they're, they're, I, I like the bullpen where it's at. I like it. They don't need to be incredible. But if they can just be if they can just be what, what they did in the first half um, and hopefully – Alvarado comes back, and Alvarado can be be one of the best relievers in baseball like he has been. Uh, so I like the bullpen. Um, they just need to uh, continue to, to 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 be good when they even when they have these injuries, which they have been. So they, they've been able to do that. Lineup. Lineup is interesting. 17th in runs scored. Uh, this lineup is better than this. Um Guys like Bryce Harper has been good, but I mean three home runs. What the heck? This can't this can't continue. Hopefully it changes when he goes to first base. If and when he goes to first base, it looks like it's a real possibility. I think it would help the team out a lot. Um, we're gonna get into that in just a second. 
Another one. 20, and we've, again, it's been a theme of this year. 26th with runners in scoring position in baseball, Major League Baseball. It's a 248 average. Not good. Not good enough. It just it can't be your stats. It can't be just your Bohm and Castellanos. It's got to be your real Mutos, who obviously has been one of the best catchers in baseball uh, and just a, you know, a great all-around player uh, you know, since his Miami days, uh, since coming over to Philly. It, it, it's got to be... You know, I'm looking at the lineup, and this is what my lineup would be for the rest of the year. Schwarber. And Schwarber's got to pick out. I know that I think the batting average thing can be a little overrated sometimes, but his OPS plus now is at 100. It's league average. So he's got to pick it up. I think he does have to hit the ball a little more, make a little more contact. And I still like him at the leadoff position. I actually like Bryce Harper hitting second. I think that Cassiano's boom. Um, I don't know about Real Muto. I have him hitting fifth in the lineup right now, but I have Castellanos and Boehm third and fourth just because of how good they've been with runners in court position. So Castellanos, Boehm, Real Muto. I like Stott. Maybe if Stott continues to hit, maybe he does hit fifth at some point. But Real Muto, hopefully, you know, he had a good second half last year. So maybe you keep uh, JT Real Muto in the five hole and you try to, uh, you know, work with just Real Muto being in the 5-0, and hopefully he's good in the second half like he was last year. Um, And then Stott. I mean, Stott has just exceeded expectations beyond belief at this point in his second year in the majors. And You know, I haven't even mentioned Trey Turner. I I know it's crazy to say seventh in the lineup. I know it's like, oh, my God, we paying this guy $300 over 10 years. I just think it's the right move. I think if you're topper, maybe it'll give him an ego check. And Trey Turner... It's insane. It's insane because this guy was the highest-rated shortstop in the league uh, by MLB Network to start the year. But why not? And then maybe that gets him that 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 gets gets him on his ass to want to hit to want to hit a lot better. So like I know it's a weird thing to say. It's a weird thing to do. But like I'm in for Trey Turner to be kind of at the bottom of the lineup. And Brandon Marsh, I know he's been good, but. I'm okay with him being at that bot part of the lineup. And then Mundo Sosa, you know, Sosa had a homer uh, uh, against Miami. Um, but and Mundo, I, I think it's kind of a good spot for him, uh, considering he hasn't been the greatest hitter uh, this year. He's been kind of all over the place. So I like that lineup. And the only move I would make at the deadline, I don't think you have to go get Goldschmidt. I don't think you have to do all that. Like, I know, and I know I'm banking on Harper uh, providing some power at some point. Derek Hall as well. Possibly JT Real Muto. Even Alec Boom. I don't know. Um, but I think the move, get Schwarber out of left field. He is so bad defensively that he is hurting your team. Like, I think defense, the whole defense thing can be a little overrated sometimes, but Kyle Schwarber is literally, like, I think last time I checked, negative 18 defensive run save. He walks like a penguin out there when he's in the outfield. It is really brutal to watch. He's bad. He is really bad. So I think if you can get Kyle Schwarber out of left field, have him at DH, Harper plays first base, maybe you can get a Randall Gritchick. Randall Gritchick makes the most sense to me. Um, he's been solid offensively this year. He is good defensively. Um, he can he he literally can play all over uh, the outfield. He's played a little bit of left, a little bit of right, a little bit of center, and he has just been he's he's known for um, his fielding ability um, more more than his bat. But he has a solid bat too. 
I mean, my gosh, am I, am I looking at those numbers right? 31 homers four years ago for, for Toronto? More more than just known for his glove. But, you know, good defender. Um, he's got an OPS above the – he's got an 811 OPS – um, a three, almost a three sixty on base. I think Randall Grichik would make a lot of sense. I don't know what you'd have to give up for him. Hopefully, not too much. Um, but Randall Grichik just makes a lot of sense to me for this team. So Randall Grichik, I think, will be a perfect corner outfielder. And Pache has been good this year too. So he can continue to provide depth for this team and come off the bench. And I mean, Christian Pache is just maybe he's going to be a future piece. Who knows? But I like it. Um, so I think Randall Grichik makes sense of the deadline uh, for the offense, and you can get Schwarber out of left field. And maybe Grichik pl- uh, platoons with, like, a Christian Pache. I don't know. So deadline, Eduardo, Grichik. Um, but I-, I think I think those are the things that the Phils need to do uh, to make the playoffs this year and to possibly make a postseason run. They get hot at the right time. They have the roster to do it. They have – a similar roster last year, but better. Okay, but even better. You had Trey Turner this year. Hopefully, again, he's better in the second half. He's had a little spurts here and there, but not enough to say, oh, Trey Turner's back. He's not. So they have the roster. They have it. This team can make a run at the World Series. I don't know if they do it, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I think I've heard some rumblings from people out there, national people that say they could see the Phillies uh, making a run um, at the World Series. Uh, again this year. So a couple of things before we leave here. Uh, I'm going to preview this series uh, against San Diego, and then I'll give you a few news and notes before we get out of here. So four-game set with the Padres this weekend. Game one is tomorrow night, or excuse me, uh, yeah, tomorrow night, 6.05 p.m. It'll be Christopher Sanchez versus you, Darvish. Darvish has not been good this year. Let's take advantage of that. Um, let's start off the second half right, get some momentum uh, hit around Hugh Darvish. Let's do it. Saturday, doubleheader. I guess the doubleheader has something to do with it's literally a scheduled doubleheader uh, because of the all-star break, I guess. Uh, so you have a doubleheader. We're going to have to face Blake Snell, who's been looked like Cy Young Blake Snell from five years ago uh, with Tampa Bay against Tywan Walker, who's also been really good, uh, but coming off uh, his average uh, Tampa Bay outing. I think that was the last outing. Either Tampa Bay or it was... Uh, Tampa Bay or it was Miami. I'm pretty sure it was Tampa Bay. Um, and then you have Ranger Suarez versus Matt Waldron. Uh, and I think Ranger did not have a great start. I think it was the last time was against, uh, I want to say it was against Miami. And it was a very, yeah, it was that he did not have a good start, I think. Uh, did not have a good start um, against Miami. Yeah, he went five and two-thirds, three earned. It was okay, uh, but he wasn't it wasn't the best Ranger Suarez. And then um, against Matt Waldron, who has one start to his name uh, against Washington, um, was his first time out, and he went up like four four and two thirds, a couple of runs given up. Um, so Suarez versus Matt Waldron, and then uh, Seth Lugo versus uh, Zach Wheeler. So um, uh, a nice uh, starting pitcher matchup to end the series on Sunday. So that's your series. Hopefully, look, San Diego is, is really uh, underachieved expectations, and I don't know if it's going to continue. Hopefully, the Phils can continue to just make San Diego look like they might be sellers at the trade deadline. Uh, Juan Soto taking a flight back with the Phillies? Can Juan Soto ever be a Philly? I don't know. That'd be, that'd be wild. 
would be insane. All right, and then news and notes uh, to get you out of here. Josh Harrison with a right wrist contusion. He's placed on the 10-day IL. Um, and then you have Noah Song, who was transferred to AA Redding. Um, so I don't know what type of move the Phils are going to make, um, you know, with the depth chart there uh, offensively. But Josh Harrison um, placed on the IL because of wrist contusion. So that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Uh, I will be back on Monday. Hopefully we're talking about a series win. Let's take three or four from San Diego to start off, man. I don't want to split. Let's go. Phillies, Phils were they got hot in the second half last year. Let's do it again. Let's make a run for this postseason. I think the Phils can do it. The, the, their chance to make the postseason is there. So that's going to do it for me, and I'll talk to you guys soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.